0: Arkansas is picking on Texas again, but this time it's not on the football field. It's in the job market. Hello, my name is Rusty Turner, and I'm the editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and this is our weekly Know the News podcast, and it's brought to you by the newsroom of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. We'll have a ton of great content for our subscribers in this weekend's editions, including a story by Doug Thompson, one of our reporters, about how local business leaders are aggressively pursuing high-tech workers and talent. Uh, in an effort to get them to move to our area. And one of their first targets was Austin, Texas. Doug's here with me today to talk about his story. Hi, Doug. Good morning. Uh, Also joining us today is Nelson Peacock. He's the executive director of the Northwest Arkansas Council, the organization that's spearheading the recruiting effort that's called Life Works Here. Nelson, thanks for being with us. Thank you. All right, and then also we have Kim Bryden. She's the founder and CEO of Curiate, and she moved to Bentonville in July after taking advantage of this program. Hi, Kim. Thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: All right. So, Nelson, before we dive into the recruiting effort, can you give our readers just a short description of what the Northwest Arkansas Council is? Those of us who've been around for a while know exactly what you guys are doing and and what you do, but there may be some folks who aren't familiar. So if you could give us just a brief description of the organization. Yeah, yeah,
2: sure. Um, The the Northwest Arkansas Council is a a uh, region-based, region-wide nonprofit. It was actually started by Sam Walton, Don Tyson, and J.B. Hunt back in the early 90s to... uh, to create, um, to help create an environment where our, all of our cities and our businesses work together to achieve uh, kind of big picture goals to help make this a better business climate. We focus on workforce development, uh, infrastructure, economic development, uh, and quality of life. Uh, and well, just recently, healthcare and also uh, affordable housing um, are our main topic areas.
0: Okay. And, uh, you know, two of those topic areas are kind of merged into. Uh... Into this effort to recruit uh, uh, high tech workers to to move uh, to move here, and that's uh, of course the quality of life, and then economic development. So, uh, tell us a little bit about that program, and and why uh, what led you to start with a place like Austin, Texas.
2: Yeah, sure. Well, ultimately, when you boil down all of the work that we do, uh, it is uh, really uh, to create uh, an environment in a region where we can attract talent or retain talent. Talent is the lifeblood of our economy and our region, and so you have to be able to retain or develop, attract, and retain uh, talent. So um, the reason that we started uh, this program uh, about a couple of years ago, um, we commissioned a report from IC Squared out of uh, Austin, Texas, (laughs) and the University of Texas uh, to take a really deep dive look at our economy. And we all know and have known that our economy is very strong, uh, you know, a lot of high wages, a lot of higher earners, um, and really low unemployment. Uh, but uh, we did a deeper dive, and we found in this study uh, that we really uh, struggle uh, in terms of entrepreneurship, uh, so starts of new businesses, uh, compared to some of the best regions in the in the country and also uh, the development of intellectual property and capital or intellectual property and commercialization. So uh, we really felt um, and economists bear this out that if we don't fix those uh, areas, uh, you know, the next 10 years may not be as good as the last 10 years have been. So uh, we started an effort, uh, a multifaceted effort to, to try to address uh uh, those issues and this uh, campaign talent campaign the life Works here program is one component of that
0: okay and uh i think it it started sometime last year and part of that was uh uh, uh, uh a process where someone who was thinking of moving to northwest arkansas could apply for a, a cash payment of ten thousand dollars and a nice mountain bike if they if they uh actually moved here so is that was that not the first step yeah.
2: Yeah, that's right. So we've, we've, uh, we've been doing the research and figuring out how uh, what a campaign would look like. And back in November, part of it was this uh, $10,000 incentive program. And the idea there was, could we take advantage of uh, people leaving some of the more populated areas around the country uh, due to the pandemic? Uh, and we wanted to uh, incentivize that happening um, and also uh, try to jumpstart getting some attention around all the great things and the, and the great quality of life that you can have in Northwest Arkansas. So we announced that back in November to a uh, pretty uh, stellar success, at least in my view, you know, well over 30,000 applicants uh, been written up in basically every major publication in the country, uh, wall street journal, New York times, Washington post. And uh, we have really been able to recruit and attract some real difference makers uh, to Northwest Arkansas. Uh, people like Kim, who not only bring themselves, but bring the ability uh, to support local entrepreneurs, uh, which, again, is kind of one of the pillars of what the council is trying to accomplish.
0: Yeah, and I guess the, the applications and the addresses from which those applications came, that played a role in, in uh, starting in Austin and then moving on to some other cities to advertise. Is that correct?
2: Well, that's right. We, we wanted to look uh, at the places where uh, we felt we could attract talent, Um, And we picked uh, Austin, Texas as one. Clearly, they've had a significant tech and entrepreneurship boom over the last 10 to 15 years. Uh, But we're also uh, going up in Seattle, uh, Denver uh, and Minneapolis as well. Uh, Those were uh, uh, cities identified as places where they had the types of workers uh, that we wanted to attract and we thought we could be successful in attracting them.
0: So that, Kim, that leads me back to you. Tell us a little about, about your story, your company, and and what led you to, uh, to move to Bentonville last summer.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So we started uh, Curate seven years ago in Washington, D.C., and Curate exists to shift the dollar back into our local communities by building an empowered supply to meet this changing consumer demand. And the way that happens is through entrepreneurship education and local purchasing uh, to integrate more local food and beverage products into our larger supply chains at institutional food service specifically. And so on the entrepreneurship education side, uh, we run a program called Curate Courses. It's a 10-course curriculum for food and beverage entrepreneurs who are looking to grow and scale. And that was the the beginnings of our launch here in Northwest Arkansas, Um, we have a cohort that is starting this fall. And so when I was thinking about where the business might grow next, um, I already knew that we weren't going to go to a New York or LA or Chicago. I knew that this opportunity for the the services that we provide at Curate is perfect for a market like Northwest Arkansas um, because there's this confluence of consumers who are more um, aware of what they're putting into their bodies and how they um, want to spend their money, um, as well as uh, the burgeoning part of entrepreneurship in the region. And so that that those two things coupled together were a really strong draw as to why I felt curate could really thrive here. Mm
0: -hmm. And, and, uh, so when, when did you make the decision to move and, and, and how's it been working out for you so far?
1: Yeah, moved in July and it has been fantastic. I think the part that I am, I've been the most surprised by is that, in the journey of entrepreneurship and starting your own business, um, I feel like we don't talk about access to social capital enough. And that so often we're able to start and run businesses because of the networks we're a part of and the, that connective tissue. And by being a part of a program like this, I have felt so supported um, entering into this community, and and I can't downplay that enough, I, or you know, um, draw enough emphasis to that aspect of of why this has been so important for curates growth. Uh, it's so critical for individuals to step into a space, knowing that they have the backing of the community and and different players that have been there for so long, um, and see you as a value add and not duplicative of anything, but really adding to the ecosystem that's being built. And I've truly felt that.
0: Okay. And, um, was there anything about, uh, first off, had you were you aware of Northwest Arkansas before you started looking for a place to land? Uh, had you heard of what the area offered or, or how did you find out about the region and why it would be a good fit?
1: Oh, this is a great story. So, um, so since half of our business has to do with procurement for institutional clients, um, you can imagine due to the COVID-19 public health emergency, a lot of those uh, business opportunities were waning just due to the fact of business changing. And so I realized in the mid-Atlantic that growth was uh, changing because of this. So I got in a car and I drove across the country um, to see how other small businesses, small towns were adapting and innovating their business models. Also with this thought in my mind, okay, where might Curate grow and expand to next? And so, um, yep, that was October 2020, which led me through Northwest Arkansas. And that is when I uh, the, the seed was planted for me as to this could definitely be a spot where, where we open this um, new branch and new chapter of Curates Growth. And that was before um, I even knew the incentive program was uh, uh, unfolding. Um, and so it was just this beautiful timing of both my own goals for, and vision of the company, coupled with um, the region's talent incentive.
0: I see. So so Nelson, there's where infrastructure helps you out. She was driving through and happened to <laughs> happened to stumble onto. <laughs> uh, so. Well, in,
2: indeed, we actually had a, um, a conversation with Kim and what she was offering. Yeah, back in October, of course, it was a Zoom call, uh, which is never ideal, even though she had come here uh, but she started talking to some of our entrepreneurial support uh, personnel uh, to try to help. You know, well before the incentive uh, came along. But you know, I think for what we found is, you know, that incentive program was really that extra extra piece that helped. You know, push some people over the top. Obviously, most people that are considering relocating or whatever, you know, they're not they're not going to do it just. You know on a whim they've put a lot of thought into it and what we found is most of those individuals were looking for something new were interested in what northwest arkansas or the types of things that northwest arkansas had to offer uh and the incentive was just the um kind of that little extra that put it over the top and kim is the perfect example of what we are looking for in that program you know we're only funded to offer around 100 110 slots out of the thirty thousand applicants so we're really looking for difference makers—people that are going to get grounded in the community, uh, support others, be part of our ecosystem, uh, and really make a difference. And there's uh, Kim's a great example, but there are so many like that that have gotten here, are ready to give back to the community, um, and uh, that is really the ultimate goal. We want to to use those funds to get difference makers here, but ultimately, this a program uh, is intended to help people that live here uh through job opportunities now because of kim and her program there's going to be a you know a, a budding a food entrepreneur that's going to learn some valuable lessons on how to go about doing that and so uh, uh, kim is an example of the exactly the type of person uh that the incentive program was designed to attract
0: so uh now i'm gonna yeah, yeah about, go ahead
3: doug nelson you said something here that's extremely important as a, a found in my reporting on this you're not trying to replace local talent <clears throat> you're trying to find to fill a gap that local talent needs and I'll, I'll use let's all wildly pretend that I was you know a, that I cooked a great pastry okay and that I had a sign line business selling these tasty pastries to other people and I want to make the leap and sell to, to retailers and stuff I would call Curate. Curate would give has other clients who who sell food like that, and and would help me make the leap into an independent business. Like I say, it's 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 not an attempt to uh, to um, you know say tell people in the region you know you can't handle this. It's an attempt to get them the type of expertise they need uh, that we, the, we simply don't have. And one of the, anybody stop me if I'm getting anything wrong here, but you know, people with high skills like you're talking about, they can live anywhere they want. I mean, years ago, I rem- was covering a, uh, Arkansas Economic Development Commission, um, m- uh, meeting, and it talked about how, um, I was, uh, one guy said, when I try to interview one of these types of people, it's like they're interviewing me for the job more than I'm interviewing them. Anyway, did I state that correctly?
2: No. well, yeah, no, that's exactly right. I mean, there's kind of two, two things there. Uh, one is we have uh, 10,000 open jobs right now uh, yeah. that are open right now. A good portion of those are in it and STEM fields that we need to feel, fill those jobs uh, today. Um, uh, we also have, uh, as I think we've talked before, we have a lot of workforce development programs uh, and working with the state, state, uh, local providers to get people that live here to get those skills to fill those jobs. In addition to our recruitment efforts, but this is this is all additive uh, to continue to build the economy and to build opportunity uh, for people uh, that live here. You're exactly right.
0: So, Kim, I want to I want to follow up with you. Uh, you know, quality of life is a big part of this. You know, you, you're you you're trying to recruit people to move to the area, and one of the things you're going to sell them is is why it's such a great place to live. Um, how, much, how much of a role did that play in your decision to, to, to move to Bentonville last summer?
1: Yeah, um, this is also a beautiful question. Um, so I mentioned that I started a business seven years ago. When I did that, it was absolutely top of my mind that I was doing so to create a stable foundation for myself to have a family. Uh, That's a desire and goal of mine. And so, you know, it's nothing's, no decisions made in a vacuum. And so I absolutely was thinking about this in the context of what it means for my own personal life, right? Affordability, quality of life, the things that you're mentioning, access to nature. Um, And so you're, you're spot on that that is absolutely a factor in why um, not just the business opportunity, but also those personal sides of what it means to live a sustainable lifestyle. Honestly. Yeah.
0: Now, Doug, I know you talked to some folks in Austin uh, about
3: about this, and Briefly. Uh, they uh, <laughs> they seem to be pretty familiar with the strategy. Well, as a spokesman for the Austin Mayor's Office said, and I'm, I'm close to quoting him here. He said, "Oh, you're trying to do to us what we did to California." <laughs> that's basically what to, and it's that's not, a quote yeah. but anyway and i tried to kind of get a hold of the austin chamber of commerce and they suddenly hadn't somehow hadn't struggled back with a with a comment yet yeah. but i have been to austin i've been to austin many times my oldest daughter and our, my only grandchild live there and when i was interviewing for something for this story i i i Flat, I, I ha- only half-jokingly ask, when you're, so when you're trying to convince people to come here, do you mention the traffic? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> in, in Austin, it's a mess. But look, Austin aggressively sought out um, tech, tech talent. It worked, but they didn't meet the challenge. Of planning anything, and and Nelson, correct me if I'm wrong here, but one of your goals is to make sure that this area is not loved to death, you know. And we get the yeah, we get the ex- well, we you know we
2: we are to the point now where we are going to have to uh, prepare uh, for the downsides of growth, and you know, uh, you can't stay static. You either move forward or move backward, and we're seeing that in other parts of the state right now that had better times economically in the past, you know, they are, uh, uh, you know, they're going to have to reverse their fortunes. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, But for here, we need to build on our momentum to create opportunity for everyone. One of the the downsides, and we've talked about this, is affordable housing. We are uh, significantly less expensive than in Washington, D.C., where Kim came from, uh, and Austin and Seattle and all these other places. But uh, for people here and for people in the immediate area, you know, our housing prices are starting to rise. So we've stood up and are uh, recruiting right now uh, a someone to run a, a, a workforce housing program. Um, fortunately, uh, the, the voters here also, you know, recently voted for extension of half-cent sales tax to keep our infrastructure, our physical infrastructure, uh, taking, you know, to keep investing in that. And then finally, so those are two key things that we need to keep top of mind. And then, and finally, I think we are hopeful that we are not going to have the same uh, level of of gridlock that a big city like Austin or Seattle have, uh, because we're kind of a polycentric area. Some people are going to find uh, what fits them in Bentonville, others are going to find that in Fayetteville or Rogers or Springdale, and hopefully by keeping the density that we develop in our downtown spread out a little bit, uh, we're going to, you know, prevent having a lot of uh, significant gridlock and challenges. Uh, but but this is going to be the hard part. How do you plan ahead for a growth that, you know, the population getting up to a million, you know, in the next 15 years, I believe is the number. But uh, so it's going to be a lot of growth and a lot of planning is going to be required um, to, to handle that.
3: Uh, Nelson raises what I call, I've, I've always called this the string of pearls theory. Uh, in a lot of big cities, you find a big city with a bunch of satellite suburbs and such around it. In northwest Arkansas, you have more or less coequal cities, and there's a healthy competition between them. There's a lot of keeping up with the Joneses going on between the cities of northwest Arkansas. And um, I think that's been I think that's been extremely healthy for the region. I do want to also touch on something Miss Miss made. I mean, she's she's wanting, she was looking for a place. Correct me if I'm wrong here, where you could have a successful business and a healthy family life. I mean, I have a very good friend of mine. I won't get into specifics. He 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 had an extremely successful career in a large city east, and he moved back to his, you know, near his, his family in, in a southern state, and I asked him, why did you give it up? And his reply, and I'm gonna quote him here, was, Doug, my kids didn't even have a backyard. This is extremely important to people, to find a place where you can have that balance, where you don't have to choose between your career and your, and your family.
1: Yeah, that's so right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, Kim, what would you say to someone who's considering a move, uh, someone in a similar situation, an entrepreneur, entrepreneur that's got a business idea or a, or has some tech skills they could bring to the they could they could bring to Northwest Arkansas? What would what would you tell them about about making the move?
1: Yeah, I I would just really ask that individual what their own vision and values are for themselves and their life because if you're trying to start a business or grow a business, even adjacent to the industries that currently exist in the area, it's been, as I mentioned earlier, really remarkable to me, the quantity of people who are yes. And like, that's a great idea. And how might I collaborate with you? And that has been a really um, surprising and beautiful aspect to what I've recognized about the community um, and so if, if you're looking for a group of people to be collaborative in your growth, I highly recommend considering Northwest Arkansas. And if you want some of those aspects of quality of life, to access to nature, to outdoor rec facilities, um, this obviously is the place to be. So if that's what you're looking for, I mean, this is what you you are going to find. But. If you want to be in the um, hustle and bustle of a, a city landscape like um, a DC or New York, uh, it's obviously very different than that. So, you know, it yeah. just depends on what somebody's looking for at their stage of life.
2: Yeah. Nelson. And, so- and I, I would just, yeah, I would just add to that. You know, if you look at our ad campaign, uh, we're trying, we're being very honest about what we offer and our differentiators. The last thing that we would want either in the incentive program or anyone that comes here, you know, to come here for six months and not like it or be here for a year. Um, You know, we want to be honest about what the good things here. And, you know, and like Kim says, if you're looking for Manhattan lifestyle, then, you know, you might want to wait a few years before you make
3: this move. There's something else I'd like to mention about that. We we look we talk. We're all glad to be living here. We all talk about what a what a nice spot Northwest Arkansas is, et cetera, et cetera. Let's keep in mind that places like the Buffalo River, places like the Ozark Mountains, and then and you know in southern Missouri, let's keep in mind that those places are part of the attraction too. I mean, you can, you, can, you can drive, you know, not very far and be out in the woods here. And that's a large part of the attraction for a lot of people. And then there's the whole mountain biking thing and such as that going on. So, yeah, not, let's not just look at the jewel. Let's look at the setting on this thing, and that's very important.
0: So Nelson, what's uh, what's next? What's uh, you talked about planning for growth and making sure we we don't acquire some of the problems or we avoid some of the problems they've they've they experienced in Austin and Seattle and Minneapolis. What's next in this program to to bring people to town?
2: Well, in this program, we're going to to be running uh, you know running these uh running this program in these cities. Uh, well, let me back up. Uh, the incentive program, we still have another cohort of awardees to announce. Uh, we'll be doing that relatively soon, probably in the next month or so. And in that space, we are going to be working uh, to select the right people, but also when they get here, help them get integrated into the community. Uh, Kim um, has been working with a lot of people reaching out to her, as she mentioned, on our team. And so really helping make sure as many of those people as possible have a good experience, and can get uh, connected in the community that's that's step one step two we're going to continue to run this uh, this campaign uh for the next uh several months through november uh, and then we're going to, to take stock and see if we need to change uh, anything about our target markets or the way we're we're talking about the region um and we'll figure out what we're going to do in the the you know in the first of the year around that but we will continue uh to do our best to tell our story uh, to get on the radar of these entrepreneurs and tech talent, um, to help us, you know, kind of address, you know, this this area in our economy that we need to address. And uh, I've mentioned this before, all the different workforce development programs uh, that we have uh, to allow individuals to upskill themselves uh, to to get these jobs that that are going to pay them a higher salary. So a lot of work and and talent attraction and recruitment. Uh, and retainment for the for the council and others.
0: Well, uh, I think this is a fascinating topic. I think it's obviously something we're going to be talking about for a long, long time. So, uh, so I want to I want to thank all of you for for being with us today and talk a little bit about uh, about this story that Doug's going to have in our in our Sunday edition. So, uh, my guests today have been Nelson Peacock. He's the executive director of the Northwest Arkansas Council. Also. Uh, Kim Bryden, she's uh, she's the CEO and founder of Curate, Curate, a company in Bentonville who moved to northwest Arkansas to take advantage of, of of the quality of life and entrepreneurial spirit here. And then also Doug Thompson, who's got a story about all of this coming out Sunday. Thank you all very much for your time today. Thank you. Yeah let me tell you about just a few of the other great stories we're planning for our subscribers this weekend. Stacy Ryburn will tell us all about efforts to stop the erosion affecting new baseball fields at Fayetteville's Kessler Mountain Regional Park. Mary Jordan has a story coming about Treehouse Pantry, which plans to open later this month. It will provide food, clothing, hygiene, and school supplies for families in the region. Thomas Sicente will have a story about a new marijuana cultivation center coming to Fort Smith, and we believe it's the River Valley's first legal cannabis growing operation. Mike Jones will preview a half-marathon planned for Bentonville next week, and we'll have all the news Saturday morning you need about high school football in northwest Arkansas and the River Valley at our website at nwaonline.com. And, of course, we'll have complete coverage of Saturday's huge college football game between number 8 Arkansas and number 2 Georgia at wholehogsports.com. Finally, let us help you... Let us help you plan your leisure time next week with our Sunday What's Up entertainment section. Subscribers can find all of that content and much, much more at our website. Again, that's nwaonline.com and our replica apps for smartphone and tablet. Non-subscribers can join the party by clicking on the subscribe button on our website or calling us at 479-684-5509. Again, that's 479-684-5509. If you like this podcast, Know the News, please subscribe. We are here with a new edition every Friday afternoon. Thanks for joining us on Know the News this week. My name is Rusty Turner. I'm the editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And until next week, so long.